All right, you got any gifts for me? No, but I have some taglines. All right, that'll work. All right. Well, it's actually just one. Oh. And I'm sorry. It's it's your gift. It's like a giant. It's like a giant lump of coal. Honestly, (laughs) this tagline. When your nightmare ends, the real terror begins. Um. So I did for a bit feel like this was connected a little bit to that third nightmare on elm street wasn't that the dream <laughs> you thought this is the lost girl that got her, ep- her yeah. yeah the whole the whole first dream five chasers minutes. or whatever yeah, yeah, it is yeah <laughs> oh the dream warriors yeah that one dream warriors yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i was like ooh, she's gonna fight him in a dreamland that, god that would have worked the, the the whole connection we'll get there but yeah what connection um, yeah we'll get there uh we'll get there but first let's run off some stats with one man with a see-through skull cap one wrist slash, one flashback, one throat slash, one decapitation, one pair of breasts, two stabbings to death, one impalement, and seven to eight deaths in total. Not quite sure about her brother by the end of the yeah. movie. With a 3.6 on IMDb, it's 1989's Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Better watch out. Let's drop some bombs. I thought you said this Vern was a friend of yours. I'm just trying to spread a little Yuletide fear. My candy cane, little girl. Right. What about now, Mr. Santos? The name is Santa Claus. Chris tells me you're psychic. Chris tells me you give great head. Grandpa got run over by a reindeer. Merry Christmas. Welcome to Bounce Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... I watched out, but I don't know for what. <laughs> Jared Seifert. <laughs> Sorry, I got really excited about yeah. my own <laughs> my own tagline. I'm funny. I'm clever. <laughs> and joining us, returning back to the studio for the third time in this franchise, Mr. Andrew Roberts. Hey, everybody. Good to be back. Thanks for having me. You're uh, a little lighter this time. You don't yeah. have some baggage. I I, I did. I, I, Although I miss it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh. They, they they got picked up a little bit earlier, but on the bright side, um. Now I won't feel so bad about using the using the swears. Ooh. <laughs> oh, is this what we've been yeah. missing? Yes. Yeah, so I'm a lot funnier when I've you know recourse to like you know the four letter words. <laughs> nice. That was a lot of fun last time. Though. That was totally I, fun. That yeah. was a good. Super fun. It was like a. Uh, the person that has no idea what's going on, but they so they get like that kind of interjection where they're like, "Are you telling me?" Like we had a good, a <laughs> yeah. good few moments. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, <laughs> hold on. Maybe the only remotely family friendly episode of the show. I don't know. <laughs> you had a family. Yeah, on it, so. it did. It did. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. But it, what what was great about it was that 
we were still describing to him events like it was like the worst "Twas the Night Before Christmas" story you could ever <laughs> possibly have. Because <laughs> we did not hold back on actually describing the movie; just the language of choice yeah. was yeah. a little different. It's like you see, when a guy really hates a girl and he's murderous, uh, he kills her. <laughs> then they touched each other in their <laughs> privacy places. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so uh, we are referring to the first two episodes uh, that are related to this because this is the third one. You know, this is our, this is our, what? How do I put it? The year of sequels. That's how I yeah. u- usually say it, right? So we've been recently doing sequels to things that we did the previous year, and it looks like. You're coming back for two more years, buddy. <laughs> Got <laughs> like, a four and a five. And then and then we'll get you on the Ginger Dead series, and that'll oh, take another no. seven. Decade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, There's so many of those. It's kind of insane, honestly. The Ginger Dead Man? Yeah. Have yeah. you ever heard of those? Yeah, I've, I, I think I saw one, um, and it was... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of... I was kind of curious to know how they ran the flat puppet. But beyond that, like there wasn't a whole lot. Isn't Gary Busey in those? I think he's in one of them. I think oh. so. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to give you a quick recap of one and two. Uh, but As if the movie already didn't. I know, right? <laughs> but if you are genuinely interested in it, I totally suggest that you do uh, check them out. Uh, you can check out episode 33 and episode 34. Uh, and Andrew and Paxton are in episode 34 for Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. I actually thought you were in the the, the first one, too. Yeah, but I was going guess... say something, and then I was like, I'll just let him figure it out. <laughs> yeah, He's looking right? the episodes up. <laughs> so that's episode 33 and 34 for or if you want the full synopsis of parts one and two. And then we also have a uh, drinking commentary uh, with Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 1. And that's right? with Abby and Thomas, I believe. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so we have a full Sunlight Deadly Night library for you guys to check out. But if you're like, I don't have time to go back and, and check that out, I'll put it on my play next list or however you, you know, uh, line up your episodes. Here we go. So Christmas of 1971. Uh, was it? Is it Billy or Billy's the it's first? It's Billy. One. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Billy is like an eight year old boy, and his infant uh, brother Ricky is in the car seat. And the entire family gets stopped by uh, a, I don't know, a carjacker, right? Yeah. Kills the dad. Kills the mom. Billy and Ricky see it all. But what's Ricky really seeing? He's an infant, right? Which all makes no sense going forward through yeah. this whole thing. Please add things. They go interject. to an, like an orphanage, and they kind of grow up there. Ricky seems like he's pretty much normal, but other superiors abusive. Oh yeah, well, she's I, real bad. I think we're leaving out like you know the detail about the carjacker as well. Yeah, yeah. he's Santa. He's Santa. Yeah. Oh I yeah, tried yeah, to throw yeah, that yeah. Right. In, but Jonathan loves talking. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Um, yeah, and so. Then Billy is an 18-year-old boy. He gets his first job at a toy store. And, of course, the one person that he hates more than anything that traumatized him in the past is Santa or the vision of Santa. And who do they make him be at the toy store? Santa. On, like, Christmas Eve or, like, the day before, like, their holiday party day, which I assume is, like, when they close for the Christmas season. Yeah, it's definitely Christmas Eve. Yeah. And you get the creepy line where it's like, be good. 
be, stop moving. Be good. And the parents are like, he's great with kids. I'll punish he's you. He's like gripping them by the arms. You're and they're naughty. like, ow, ow. <laughs> You're being naughty. You're being naughty. God, yeah. I hate the. I will punish you. Uh, That's what I do. So then, yeah, he goes on a murderous spree. Um, they end up killing him in front of his brother and like all the kids in the orphanage. And then the next couple years, I guess. Yeah. Um, we get Ricky. And he's in the sequel, and then the same thing kind of happens to him, I guess. The I first, forgot what sets him the off. The first 45 minutes are him telling the story of his brother and oh, yeah. recounting it detail for detail, even though he was not present for anything <laughs> in yeah, which we see. A lot of and it's just right. scenes from the first movie all over again. And then the next 20 minutes are more flashbacks, but of the reason why he's in the mental hospital, of all the people he killed, including oh, yeah. Garbage Day. <laughs> it was right? more like, Garbage Day! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, like I really didn't want to do it. There. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, and then the last 15, maybe 10, are actually in the present as he kills the doctor he's been telling the story to and then goes after Mother Superior because Again. She, yeah, who and, is clearly at some point survived an acid attack. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> She's like in a wheelchair. Her She's face had is a stroke, melted. and it's like yeah. you, it's not what a stroke looks that's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just looks like a melted <laughs> wax she figure. Looks like she pissed off the local warlord or something. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> suffered a stroke, has a melty face, and is a, in a wheelchair now. Well, That's and apparently when you attack Mother Superior, and then you get a bunch of, like, bullet holes in you, when you get revived, you then get a little bit of acid face as well. Because <laughs> like, yeah. it carries over to Ricky in this movie. So, at the end of Silent Night, uh, Deadly Night 2, Ricky is shot to death, we think, mm-hmm. right? And end of movie. So... Here we go, folks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was not. He was yeah. apparently not. He squeaked by. Yeah, uh-huh. right? They reconstructed his brain. Not a thing. <laughs> not at all. Like, <laughs> it's not like I'm facial not doctor, reconstruction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's his like... basic motor functions and <laughs> perhaps even his memory. Yeah. We're not sure. <laughs> I'm not I was a like, I think he might have gotten the memory part back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as he's not here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, but, we open up on uh, brunette Madonna with the just, longest, just like yeah. it just keeps just zooming out for like what seems like yeah. forever. And th- there's so many times in this movie where the camera just holds on nothing. Well, there's like establishing shots that we don't care about. Like, remember this highway? <laughs> yeah. And good. Yeah, <laughs> right. like, or or when grandma makes like full on dinner and we get to see the whole thing for yeah. no reason other only to be like I guess she's out of butter cuz she yeah. just needed a whole bunch of she like pulls butter out a box and is like oh shoot yeah <laughs> all right cool there's whole scenes like that or scenes where like okay she moves the telephone by a window guys just have the telephone be by the window so no reason. Yeah, yeah she she moves the telephone by the window and illuminates it and yeah. then just walks away <laughs> um so this movie starts out like the girl that we're talking about, like you said, brunette Madonna, uh, is, uh, Laura. Laura, thank you. Uh, but Laura, I was like, is that what you were fishing yes, for? Yes, I, I, I was. I wasn't trying to. I, I wasn't trying to bury the. I'm trying to bury the lead and just give the name. <laughs> but because this movie decides to bury the lead for about 15 minutes. Yep. You have no idea that she is blind. 
No. No. Yes. Like, no. And even then, mean? she's saying, like, oh, oh, yeah, you're agreeing like, with yeah. me. Oh. <laughs> but even then, it's still like, she's like, yes, doctor, and looks to, to one fair, doctor. Yeah, and she's like, clearly not the blind the like, entire time. <laughs> well, because, like, because in the dream sequence, that's the first thing oh, that she we can see. see. She can see. She can see Santa. She sits yeah. on his lap. Um, there's this weird, weird, like it's all white walls. It's definitely like a hospital scene. But she's like running around and she's running into uh, our. It's, it's it's. He looks just like a crazy person. Yeah. Well, like he looks a, like Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it. Yeah. It's it's okay. Or like um, you know, so imagine the youthful Doctor uh, Finkelstein. Okay. From uh, God, what is that? Nightmare Before Christmas. Sure. Yeah. Oh, but before he got Sally, like, a, yeah, Sally. like opens his own brain up, like Sally, you'll not get me yeah. with deadly nightshade again. Nothing's more suspicious than frogs, Brad. <laughs> Until you try it, it that does is. right. Yeah. But with the you said with Without the skull the cap yeah. off, right? Yeah. But then with the see through, yeah. like he has a, a, a see through plastic or, skull um, cap. What is it? Mars attacks. Do they do that? Well, you or is can that s- pinheads? Which one did that? No, the- you can see like Mars attacks. Their head is kind of brain-like. Okay, at top, yeah, right? They have, like a brain head, but they're wearing a helmet. But it's not quite the same thing. Yeah. There's yeah. is obviously alien-esque, but yeah. Yeah. right. <laughs> the, but this the, is like the general idea. Okay, so this is like whatever. Like somebody took a circular saw, cut his skull open, took the skull top off, right, and then was like, "We're gonna work on this brain," and. And then we're going to put, like, a metal ring right where that cut is and then have a plastic cap instead. You can, like, see glue under it sometimes, yeah. too, though. <laughs> like, in some scenes, it's like, oh, clean that up. And it's just it's just a brain that's just sloshing around with liquid. Yeah. <laughs> I was dying because the, the, it's kind of wet. Yeah. There's, like, you know, like, Oh, it's definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not as much as there would be if his, you know, like, and in your actual skull. So his brain was like half dry most of the How time. How much do you think that Jello mold cost? <laughs> oh, it's like the brain Jello mold <laughs> yeah. you get at the the Halloween club. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know why I just like shot back this. Did you guys ever have like demonstrations of like safety officers that would come to your school, like in grade school, and they're like, "This is the importance of a helmet," and they would put a brain Jello thing in a helmet and drop it, <laughs> and they'd be like, "See, it's fine," but then they just take a basic Jello of a brain and be like. <laughs> It's dead. Like, wear a helmet. It was really graphic, but it stuck with me. If this Jello wore a helmet, yeah. then he'd still be a Jello. Then mold. we could have eaten it. I'm sorry, we can't. Now it's all over the floor. That's super important. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's that's Ricky now, yeah. played by a completely different person. Uh, it's Bill Mosley from, um, sorry, Bill Devil's Rejects. Um, what? He said Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he went with his first name. <laughs> uh, no, it's it, it's Bill Mosley from Devil's Rejects or Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, right? Yeah, it's yeah. 2. Because he's a, he has the hanger, right? He'll take... He'll take a metal hanger that, like, he bends into a hook. He, like, takes a lighter and, uh... It basically heats up that hanger and then digs into his, like, exposed scalp, right? And does he eat it after that? I don't know if he eats the hook or not, but like it's it's definitely disturbing on purpose. Okay. Like I can see your uh, your face, right? But like this, yeah, Bill Mosley. Like if you ever seen The Devil's Rejects or uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, yeah. he's Otis. He's the main the, oh, okay. the guy. 
being like, welcome to Fish Boy! Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yes! Mm. Uh, so, I mean, horror fans around the world, like, uh, when when I saw somebody did, a, like, a forum about, like, uh, recently on one of the VHS forums that I subscribe to, and they said, rank the Silent Night movies, and most people, like, almost a majority of people went one, three, like four, five, two. Those, those people and I'm are like, wrong. What? Those yeah. people are wrong. <laughs> right? I thoroughly enjoyed two. One ha- was like mm, on pacing, but this movie is like the worst with pacing. Oh yeah, yeah. There's like it's just he's so slow, and everyone's so slow. And I know she's blind, but she can run. Everybody, he can't. Like, everybody is just like, oh, what's happening? Oh, ah, all right, yeah. we're good. Right, they're all screaming into the camera. <laughs> like everything is is screaming into the camera. Like with the worst, re- like he's not reaction even wearing good states. running shoes. No, like you can get away from him. And I just don't understand because this movie is the last of the series in which it's actually directly tied to its previous sequels, yeah. where four and five are their own stories. Right, so. I just don't understand when you were still going for it, like you were like, okay, this is still Ricky and everything. What, what happened to the Santa suit this time? He actually even kills – the first person he kills has a Santa suit, and yet still well, that even, was the opportunity well, for him to get one on and maybe cover up the skull cap too. And right? Both. That was my question. Yeah. Well, so, okay. Yeah, uh, let's get – Laura, yeah. Laura, she first wakes up from her first nightmare because Santa pulls a knife on her. And then she's like, "Unreal life, yeah." I mean, in the dream, could be. But this is when we find out she's blind. She's like, "I could actually see." And he's like, "That's nice. You should go back to sleep." I'm like, let's try it again. Yeah, so but apparently see, it's like a sleep. I didn't study. get that you little hint that? there. Like, I heard it, but yeah. I, it didn't. To me, it didn't register as blind. It registered then for me when she was a little bit like looking at him, but like his shoulder. I was like, I just thought that she was a bad actress, honestly. <laughs> like for until she, uh, the nurse grabs her arm. Yeah. Right? To lead her out the room, like, 15 minutes into this entire thing. Or even when thing. she's giving her a glass of water, you didn't notice that? Not really. Oh. Like, I literally, I was like, she's just loopy. Oh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> because, um, as you'll as you'll realize later on in the film, I'm like, oh, part of her special powers, I think, is being autistic. Because she's like, that's not where this chair goes. This chair doesn't go here. It goes right here. You know? Like, where's my picture? The pictures always go here. Pictures pictures go to the right. Definitely the right. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Nah, she's just blind. <laughs> she knows all of her area. Right. But, yeah. but also, like, Grandma can move chairs. It's like, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, But so she, yeah, so she goes back asleep because she's obviously, like, in a sleep study. And this is when the doctor's like, I think she's making contact with him. Let's try it again. And everyone's kind of being coy about it when I still don't understand what the whole thing is that they're trying to accomplish. Like I don't by the end of this film. I, I still know don't. connecting brainwaves. His entire like science experiment was like shitty yeah. and like made no sense. Where did he get and the funding? Right. Like, well, okay. That was wondering. my biggest concern. I was like, who is paying for this? So as anybody else on the side of saying that this doctor, I felt like was like one shift away from being a me too story. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he's yeah. just like, there, there's a point where he tries to get her to go to sleep, and he's just rubbing her temple oh. and being like, dream. Dream. 
What? Dream. And then there's his, uh, his, his like monologue a little bit later on where he's talking to the nurse and she's like, I have this. You're at- yeah. <laughs> no, we're playing it. Are we going to play it? We have <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah. It's very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have this. Uh, but we'll, we'll get to it. It actually comes very close it, to this. It does what? Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but it's very sexual innu- innuendo. So like, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As I pull it up, uh, it gives us time because it's not cool. right now yet. And, and can we take a brief detour to, to, mention that the doctor is Richard Bamer who is Ben Horn on Twin Peaks which is not the first David Lynch connection in this movie which no, is there's yeah. multiple, bizarre right? as hell there are a ton which yeah. is really strange <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is like I didn't expect this I'm not sure if I need it I just yeah. I, I'm, I'm not quite sure but did anybody else notice the uh, doctor's charts for Ricky <laughs> where it yeah. just said diagnosis coma, coma. <laughs> like, well, yeah, that about Ooh. sums it up. So well, then even when the Santa Claus reads it, he's like, "Victim, coma." <laughs> yeah. it's like, what? Everybody's just well, everyone's I'm a victim. Just kidding <laughs> about the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's also a thing in here where um, I, I I didn't really understand. Like I said, I there there's this thing where he he's like, "What did you see?" And she's like, she's she describes what she sees, but in my mind, I'm like, well, she saw something she's... that even Ricky didn't see because it's it's the the <laughs> yeah. mom the, the the mom rape from the first yeah. movie. I'm like, he but... doesn't remember. He can't visually remember this. Like, why do we keep showing that flashback? But she's also not describing like her dream details to the guy. That's like, you're in a dream study, and she's like. Uh, Santa was there. It just scared me. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. all right, there is more to it. Like you were being chased by the dead guy in the next room. Yeah. Well, seemingly the coma guy in the next room, and then Santa pulled a knife. Like, come on, details, girl. Yeah. Right. So uh, I have the clip, and uh, we're gonna play it right now. You think she made contact? You think anyone I knows think I'm twelve? That she's playing little girl games. It's her so body good. may be young, but her soul is old. Older than we can imagine. You think she'll come back? She's gone too far. She'll be back. And then she'll let me go as deep as I want. Uh, nope. She likes it. Phrasing. Loves it. Knowledge. Yeah. She can't resist it. She wants to penetrate his mind. All right. <laughs> See what he sees. The way that he sees it. But he's in a coma. Well, he sees for both of them. <laughs> and then he's crying. That's also where I was like, Oh, that's right. He cries. This <laughs> is weird. Ooh, Are we supposed to feel sorry for the monster? Yeah. Um, but what is that? What is all the sexual innuendos in this movie? There's that. There's creepy Santa after this. Yeah. What is happening? But you're on a candy cane, little girl. (laughs) I thought that that was because that's that part of that speech. At least the word penetration is in the trailer for this film too, right? And I'm like, why was this so important to feature these very obvious sexual innuendos in this film? People are like, right? this is one of the scariest things about this movie. Right? <laughs> and then little girl games? Yeah, it's called reindeer games. God, it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but also, like, like 
basically his description of like she's playing little girl games but she's an adult to me right and i'm like that's what a pedophile says her body might be young but that soul (laughs) curvaceous like ancient (laughs) i'm gonna ask that soul out for drinks later Maybe her body's not old enough to drink, but her soul is. Her eyes telling me no! Uh, (laughs) That's terrible. Uh, That's good. So, like we said, Laura is blind, and... Laura's very rude to everyone but around her. But also this her. nurse is kind of rude. They're both rude. Like, well, okay, so Laura goes up to the front desk, and the nurse, like, is just doing something, and Laura's like, hey, my brother's going to be here at four. Can you tell me when he gets here? And the nurse is like, I'm pretty busy. Why don't you look for yourself? Is, like, what I was waiting for the nurse to say. I was like, it's about to happen. Because she's blind. Like, just just be like, sure, I'll look for a red Jeep, whatever. But like like I was saying before, this girl doesn't, at least she's not acting properly, like, I think, to, like, fully portray blindness, yeah. right? So she just looks like she's deeply staring kind of off. Like, she's, she's just a girl who doesn't like to make eye contact, yeah. right? She's concentrating a lot. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, she's she's like, tell me, t- t- tell me when my brother, and she's like, yeah, whatever, right? And then she's sitting there, and she has this vision. See, this is the weird thing is like the beginning sets up this whole like vision and psychic abilities and things like that, and then other until Grandma shows up at the end of the movie, yeah, she apparently can't see anybody gonna bite the bullet, yeah. Like, it's she weird. foretells, so her vision is that it looks like she's the one that slices the nurse's throat, but then <laughs> yeah, right. she falls asleep a little bit. Her brother wakes her up and is like, hey, let's go. I got to catch well, some waves. Not before this weird like, dread sequence in which, yeah, like but, she yeah. like grabs the woman's throat and then proceeds to like smear blood on her own face in the dream like yeah. and just screaming like, <laughs> and like you're like, one, why is she screaming so, like, weirdly? Yeah. Like, blind people well, still scream like normal people. If I couldn't see and I accidentally put my finger in someone's wound throat, I'd probably scream pretty Throat weirdly. vagina? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, I'd be like, sorry, no. Not for me. We can say that now. Yeah. Throat vagina. Throat vagina. Mm. Um, yeah, so then her brother picks her up. And then we flash over to, well, he gives her like, hey, I'm taking my girlfriend to grandma's. And she's like, which that bitch that's an airline stewardess. And he's like, whoa, okay. Calm you know down. very well her parents <laughs> died on an airplane. Okay. How dare you? We don't really know well. All right, though. guys. Like, she goes to her psychiatrist, which is not the same doctor she was just at, right? So there's also a second doctor in this mix that a is it's confusing. second fucking creepy weirdo, by That the looks way. the same as the last doctor. <laughs> and this is where, through expiratory dialogue, he basically tells us that not only did her parents die in an airplane, uh, you know, accident, but... Uh, or an airplane crash, that's what they call them. Uh, but she all, she survived that same crash? Is this how I she guess. got her powers? Is she like Daredevil? I well, think it's like... how it made her, I think it's what made her blind, honestly. Yeah. And I think the powers are like trickled down through the family because even her grandma's like, getting a phone call. And then it's like, ring, ring. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> it's pretty clumsily shoehorned in there, but yeah. yeah it's, you it's know, for those line, of you yeah. in the back, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. I totally missed the getting the phone call thing. <laughs> yeah, she wow. says it. The phone's going to ring. Oh, yeah. my God. There it goes. It's like Poltergeist 2. This <laughs> <laughs> is just the grandmother, mother, Carol Ann. You're just like, oh, no, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. so, yeah, she gets some more exposition there. Oh, her second dream. Yeah, just the first dream, whatever. But then, like, it kind of pops up again when she's, like, asleep in the car later. Yeah. Yeah, I jumped around there. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, so we are introduced. It's Brian, her brother. Is it Brian? I think so. Um, I just called I him know. Surfer. I, 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 back up, back up guitars from, like, Poison. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> that one Australian exchange dude. Twisted and... sister. All right, here's Twin Peaks connection number two. Eric DeRay, who played Leo. Yeah. So the whole, you know, the whole movie, I'm like, this is where we live, Shelly! <laughs> this is, uh, oh, it's Chris. Sorry. Chris. 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 Um, and he's his brother, uh, her brother, Laura's brother. And then Chris is dating Jerry, which is uh, Laura a female. Herring. It is a woman. Yes. For those listening. Yeah. J-E-R-I, I guess. J-E-R-R-I. Oh, two yep. R's. Yeah, right. Well, she's, you know, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's French. You know? <laughs> um, but the, uh, that's played by Laura Herring, who most famously was on uh, Mulholland Drive. As mm-hmm. um, So that's your other Lynch connection. Is uh, She, uh, what's it called? She was the... Uh, the the amnesiac, Rita. Yeah, yeah. Rita. Um, so there's all your Lynch right there, yeah. buddy. <laughs> uh, you got your a, a whole bunch in a movie that nobody else <laughs> remembers. Um, so Jerry is immediate like like they immediately hate each other, but I don't know why because they look identical. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, well, that's probably why the blind girl hates her. She just can't tell. That true, and then the the Jerry's probably like he's just dating his sister. God, this is creepy. Yeah, right. Like, because when Jerry walks out, I thought it was Laura until they come face to face, and I was like, uh, "What twins?" Yeah, there's, there's some weird like psychosexual shit going on yeah. with Chris. Chris? Yeah, it's Chris. Chris. Yeah. Okay, Chris. Yeah, yeah, there's some weird psychosexual shit going on with Chris, man. So as this is all happening, the I I also want to point out that. This is where the soundtrack just sounds like somebody hit the demo mode on a Casio <laughs> keyboard cuz it's not there's nothing entertaining about it it's just like and you're just like I don't who even tried like why did you even try like cuz there's there's also parts where it it sounds like somebody just leaned on one key yeah, just put it on strings and put scene. your hand on it and see what happens. <laughs> That's exactly how that is. And uh, so for Christmas, Laura, Jerry, and Chris are going to go up to her grandmother's uh, house in uh, not Peru, Perive or Piru. Piru. Okay. And who she uh, mind you, because this will come back around. She specifically tells her doctor exactly like that's why how we know that name, and yet he <laughs> doesn't remember it yeah. when the important time comes. But he does remember like, oh, she gave me oranges because her grandma owns an orange grove. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, that scene like if we go back, he's like, thanks for the oranges. She's like. Yeah, my grandma has an orange grove. Like, how about yeah. you're welcome? <laughs> like, she's so awkward, right? And I, 
I guess they're, I don't know, yeah. maybe because of the superpowers or whatever, they're trying to make her awkward, but like, it just comes off as bad acting yeah, more really. than anything. So right? then, before they even start their drive, this is, uh, we get the beginnings of the murder spree, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Santa is going around giving out his candy canes and getting real drunk, and then he stumbles into Ricky's room and makes a bunch Calls of- Calls a nurse a little girl? Like, yeah. Hey, 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 you you want a candy cane. Yeah. Yeah, little girl. <laughs> and uh, makes a bunch of vegetable jerks, jerks, jokes. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> vegetable jokes. Uh-huh. Makes vegetable jokes to Ricky. I hope he doesn't jerk Ricky. Um, that would be bad timing because Ricky wakes up and yep. Ricky's pissed. Ricky's uh, pissed because he's been making fun of him. He's yeah. like, hello, vegetable. Ah. And I guess Ricky just like strangles him. He does something. He, you you don't see. I think he squashes in between like the camera dolly and the wall. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because this is the first time no, no, somebody no, no. Like, ah! screams into the camera. Um, that's the director, by the way. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> that's the director. Um, actually, this film was filmed differently i mean this <laughs> this film was filmed Obviously. differently yeah. uh than most films <laughs> no this scene was filmed differently uh the first time around and apparently uh the director felt like it was too cruel or i don't i like the santa wasn't enough of it was too much of a jerk it was, yeah. it was too ill-willed or something i think the phrase was but so like he wound up refilming it because it was originally the actor who plays Santa in the dream sequence in the beginning was playing this Santa here as well and then because he couldn't get that guy back he was just like I'll put on the suit it doesn't matter like and and played that part and history was made also um, so this film was screened at Alamo, Alamo Draft House in 2008 in which the director showed up and um, he famously quoted he goes while I feel it's um, I feel like I did my best work it's not my best film <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like ouch. I mean I feel like I did pretty awesome on it but it's not awesome <laughs> whoops <laughs> Um, also, he went on record of saying that this film was extremely rushed into production. I mean, between part two and part three, there's a year difference in their release. Uh, this was only released to VHS, and apparently the whole film was rewritten in a week, uh, filmed in a month, edited Yikes. the next month, and ready for print the next month. It definitely feels like it was written in a week. <laughs> Like they took like 20 minutes of movie and made a hour and a half out of it. And then fun fact, uh, the script that it was rewritten for was just turned into part four. Oh. Oh. So they wound up just using it eventually anyway. Well, like, okay. well, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we still have the rights to the first movie, and it would be a waste if we didn't, you know, reuse that footage right. again to fill out 20 minutes of our yeah. film. So I'm just surprised they didn't use more of part two. Different Ricky. Oh, so they yeah. really, yeah. I mean, that would confuse people. Yeah. <laughs> that brain juice. Well, he really lost a lot of weight while he was in that coma. And <laughs> oh, that's right. And completely restructured part his two, physiognomy. Ricky. Part two, Ricky was so handsome. <laughs> My sister met that guy at like a con and got him to sign something. And she said he was a little bit reluctant. Like, you know, she's like, can you write garbage day on it? And he's like, 
I have to. What uh, else did like, he do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I said. I'm like, really, dude? Like, uh, it's not like do a you mind bad if I write? Thing. Do you mind? Do you mind if I write a line from the Young and Restless? I was in yeah. one, one episode. Mm. And, yeah. Uh, if if it helps, he's, he's he's still pretty nice looking. You that's know. good. Yeah. He's still around. Okay. All right. Doing the, <laughs> in a blue sweater. Doing the just con everywhere. Thing, yeah. You know. There was a there was a a doll of him like a like a you know <laughs> like there's a Silent Night Deadly Night one Billy doll um in full Santa suit but then somebody made like a like it, you could do Ricky and you could either put him in the Santa suit or the blue sweater <laughs> yeah so that's fun with like garbage can garbage can yeah. with bullet hole like yeah nobody did this version of Frankie, <laughs> yeah. which I'd love with like the little, like sloshing around just a little water in it. Like. <laughs> Looks like a snow globe. Yeah. Uh, that's his, that's his head. We're talking about here, folks. So moving on. Um, Ricky. Yeah. Kills the Santa and then kills the nurse in the same way that Laura saw earlier in the film as a mental projection. By the way, clean up your workstation. Why was that scalpel yeah. there? She's working <laughs> she at was, the reception desk. She was using it to open letters. <laughs> That's right. She was like, it's efficient. Like, can't use it again in surgery. It's too dull. Yeah. <laughs> so then, but like after he kills her, they like pan up to a video camera and then, so, like, the 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 main homicide detective is there, and then so is, like, the research scientist, and he's like, well, how do you know it's our guy? And I thought they were going to talk about the cameras, but for some reason they didn't. Not for a second. They do. Yeah. It's foreshadowing, you guys. Right. <laughs> uh, but... They they go. Why would you why why would you bring why would you bring a guy back to life like uh, <laughs> you know? And he goes, I believe innocent until proven guilty. I'm like, um, they have full on tape recordings from the previous movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not to mention like he had already been through like four psychiatrists prior to the psychiatrist we see in that film, right? And he's definitely admitting to the murders with a lot of like confidence about it too, being like. Uh, because he was a douche. <laughs> like, come on, Doc. I thought she loved me too. <laughs> right? Reindeer uh. games. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> like, red car. That's it. Yeah, red car. Good one. Interesting. <laughs> right? Just being like, uh, he already admitted to it. So this guy's like, I believe he was innocent, and I was trying to bring his brain back to life out of the goma in order to get his statement again. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. What was yeah. the experiment? Um, ESP. The connection between... That's all I know. ESP. The brain thing. The yeah. connection between a psychic and her ability to bring people out of comas? Maybe. I mean, but that's also, a better you could explanation. Deal, yeah, you could deal with better subjects. Yeah. <laughs> Not so, one that you have to spend a lot of money surgically reconstructing their brain <laughs> into a plastic skull cap. You just kind of sewed all the goo back together and hoped for the best, <laughs> and it seems like it worked. We used a soldering iron just I, to kind of like connect things. I'm I don't just, know. I don't know why he won't wake up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, we've done everything. We connected it all with Christmas lights. We thought it'd be fitting. <laughs> <laughs> He loves Christmas, guys. Trust me. They, I mean, we have tapes of him saying that. So um, they start their journey, the three children, I guess. And the uh, Jerry, she's like, oh, so if we take this to this, we can get there. And then she's like, no, we're going to take the 101 to this street and then turn left. Which We've taken the same path every year. 
And then all of a sudden, it like flashes over to Smash Ricky. Cut. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> got it. <laughs> like they're just walkie talkies to each other, but then it never plays out again. Like he no, just got really. those one directions from her. <laughs> yeah. She never sees a psychic vision from him again. He never gets more like radio waves from her. Well, he but just then, cuts like, her off. You know? Yeah. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> but then um, later we get the. Uh, so then this is also we get. Um, detective and doctor decide to road trip up as well because he's like well i know you said it's like north of the valley we could just drive that direction he's like okay so then like he has a great line where he's like maybe he's seeing through her and he's like maybe she's seeing through him and that to be like she's oh, blind, so oh, they're kind of the, yeah, right. <laughs> it, uh, it, she's got to be asleep apparently. Well, that's that. that's what it, you, um. Uh, they they actually say because I wrote this line down. She sees what he sees, and he sees what she sees. And I'm like, so he sees nothing. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh <laughs> can I get a better subject? <laughs> um, guys, something just hit me. I. Uh, oh, are you okay? Yeah. No, I'm fine. Um, but it something about this plot and the whole mental connection between girl and serial killer came out of nowhere to me just now being like, I've heard this before. Anybody? I already just thought Dream Warriors. The Cell? No, actually. No? Okay. Um, came out. Uh, it actually came out a month prior to this. Oh. Halloween 5. Oh. When little girl Jamie oh, then has yeah. the mental connection. Oh. It's the same damn movie. Is this the one with Paul Rudd? <laughs> No, that's six. No, six. Yeah. Okay. Nope, haven't seen this one then. Yeah, but like, uh, yeah, this is after four, like the next year, and then she's mute. Remember, and, and like she she has a mental connection, but Loomis can't get her to talk, so she does. He doesn't know where Michael is the whole movie, <laughs> right? It's the same damn thing, except that instead of mute, she's blind, but they still have psychic connections, and it's way better. In Halloween Five, surprisingly, <laughs> it's really surprising though about Loomis is that like a shouty weirdo is a bad psychologist. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you think like you did the, I've, I've seen him, I've seen inside his eyes. That's good. Thanks. <laughs> I just, I was just gonna go, Michael, Michael. <laughs> I know my name. <laughs> God, what do you want? I just woke up. Or one of my favorite lines from like part four when he first sees him is like, "Don't, don't go to Haddonfield. Take me instead." I'm like, <laughs> "You think he's just gonna choose? Why don't he just take you and then still go?" Like it's a weird thing. As if Michael's like, "All right, it's a good bargain. All right, I'll go home." <laughs> right? Oh wait, home is Haddonfield. Yeah. Spent all these years trying to keep him locked up, but I did teach him to drive. <laughs> like. <laughs> Fuck, dude! Like, <laughs> it, wouldn't that explain the way it was some weird thing where it was yeah, just how, like, how does he know how to some drive? Some orderly car? must have taught him. Yeah, he just took like, off. What? What orderly is like? Come on, serial killer! Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> Dead-eyed child, hop in. We're gonna go for a spin around the around the around the grounds right? here. You don't... look like you need some cheering up, <laughs> Bobby. I don't think you should do that. It's fine. He only killed his sister. <laughs> it's good. Well, haven't we all wanted to kill a sister? <laughs> so anyway, back to this. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was very weird, very coincidental. They came out the same year, like yeah. a month apart. I'm like, did somebody throw in that final thing? But no, according to 
at least, unless scripts were being tossed around the same time. Production coordinators, like, you know, like sharing notes over drinks and being like, oh, shit, that's... Well, if this hey, one was written and filmed great. in, like, three months, basically, I doubt there was any overlap time. Mm. I mean, if he said because he said it was like rewritten I mean, in March of that year, so they so. might have gotten hints that that one is already written. And yeah, like, just steal that. We can do it better. Right. And it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, right. wrong. Hey guys, I have this uh, idea for a volcano movie. <laughs> right. Hey, me too. Well, mine's in L.A. Mine is with Pierce Brosnan. So, <laughs> mine's a real volcano. Yours is the Tarpits. Yeah. All yeah, right. Hey, over here, I have a. <laughs> I have an asteroid movie. Oh, me too. I've got an asteroid movie. What are the odds? <laughs> that is all of Hollywood, and it, it, it yeah. probably was this right here. So now there's another thing that, that, that Ricky does at this point. He hitchhikes, and the <laughs> the Jeepers Creepers van picks him up. <laughs> and then I'm assuming he kills them, but like you don't really get any... In the most someone throws forced, okay. like someone throws a red sweater on him and is like, ah, cover up. So not explained in this movie, we just happen to, I guess, have to remember that red is his trigger, right? Where Billy's was actually Santa, yeah. red is is Ricky's trigger, right? So in probably the most forced red moment is like there's a red sweater hanging on this guy's rearview mirror, mirror, and he's like. Uh, my wife makes me wear this. Can you believe it? She makes me wear this complete stranger with a brain head. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one's concerned about that. Yeah, you yeah. look like you could use some cheering up, man. Here's my sweater. Yeah. And your head doesn't look so hot either, man. <laughs> right? Like, Kills that your guy. Your head sending out Wi-Fi signals? What's the password? Yeah. Um, yeah, kills that guy, leaves on the side of the road, takes his clothes so he's not in a hospital nightgown, even though he had... A perfectly good Santa suit to yeah. wear. Covered up that brain mold. Right? That, that shot of him hitchhiking, too, like, just fucking slew me for some oh, reason. He's just standing yeah. there, you know, Pyru one mile, and he's just like, eh. Looking like an a, like an animatronic outside of, a like, a joke shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely picking up the guy with the brain helmet. Yeah. Uh, Pick up the guy with one droopy eye that looks so gaunt. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> So, I wouldn't pick myself up on the side of the road. That's so. I wouldn't pick anyone up. Let's be real. We cut to Grandma, mm-hmm. right? And Grandma's making dinner, and then we cut away from her, and like they call Grandma. Yeah. And Grandma basically says, "Hey, well, on your way, stop to pick up some." Before butter. they call Grandma, um, they uh, somehow he gets ahead of. The kids. Yeah, which is weird because he still, like, stops at a gas station and uh, does a decapitation. Well, yeah, because they stop at the same <laughs> gas station. They do not. Oh, it I, exactly I questioned that, but uh, it's a completely different attempt. Like, there's somebody actually that Well, no, because they walk to a different... What the hell? Yeah. yeah. So they stop at the gas station, but they don't get gas. They walk next door to the convenience store. Mm. They don't even go into the gas station. They just use the payphone at it. Well, those pumps were red. I thought he was going to stab the pump. Right. Well, no, because that's when he kills the gas station attendant, and then they stop at the gas station after him. Because then the um the the mm. cops also stop there. The cop and the detect or the detective and the uh, doctor also stop there. I don't know. I, I mean, do. I mean, I just I do. <laughs> I, I it because the gas station weird. pumps they didn't have anything inside the store. It was just someone selling gas, and then the convenience store was next door. Hmm. Okay. They were all Texaco. 
Yeah. I mean, we're not <laughs> arguing that it's the same gas station that was filmed at. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, clearly yeah. the same location. Well, it was definitely filmed at the same spot. But yeah. it also read that they just went next door, and that's why they were like, well, I guess we're not getting gas tonight. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, I... Yeah, sure. It just seemed like a different one because there was another attended altogether. Well, that's because they went to a convenience store next door. They didn't go into the gas station. See, that's where I'm they confused were sold on this whole thing. They were thing separate stores. Because that's never in the history of gas stations has <laughs> convenience store been a separate entity but than the gas station it. that it's connected it to. It shows them pull up to the gas store, but then the two girls walk over to a different like convenience area. It's like before a, franchising. Yeah, yeah. Before <laughs> looping it all together. Yeah, right. So... Okay, yeah, the grandma tells them to pick up butter while they're there, and I assume that that's how he got ahead of them. They were still shopping, and he took off or whatever. Yeah. And so he goes there, and uh, this is another he thing. He being Ricky. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, this is another thing where – So they he... also don't stop to get butter. They literally say, oh, shit, we forgot to get butter. Right. <laughs> Christopher yeah. gets the butter. Basically, so, Ricky gets ahead, but we don't know how. Right. Shows up at the door. Grandma answers it, and he's wearing this snow <laughs> well, cap over the <laughs> skull cap thing. But not fully covering it. No, not at all. As if, like, he's not even trying, right? And immediately, I guess she treats him like a homeless person? Yeah. Right? But then she also is like, my daughter's disabled, too. Or my granddaughter's <laughs> disabled, too. And he's probably like... Do you like that rude. photo? Yeah. Isn't she pretty? Well, this is this is where I like he looks at, he looks at the picture and immediately Laura somewhere else is like, "Oh, that's what I look like?" Yeah. <laughs> Laura's I like, look like my brother's guys. girlfriend. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I look just like her. Um and then grandma's like, "I think I've got a gift for you somewhere under the tree." And then for the entire rest Woo. of the movie, I was like, "Man, okay, I got to research like what's a good gift to just constantly have at your house or like around Christmas time that you can just give to an unsuspecting guest. Like well, if you're usually like in case that... a homeless cyborg shows up. Right. Like... Well, no, like if if like randomly someone's like, oh, and my friend, uh, their family's out of town. Can they come over for Christmas dinner? And you're like, mm-hmm. OK, like you have an extra That's when blanket. You just wrap you just something wrap up, up. In, the, yeah. in the closet. But the present that she grabbed that was already wrapped, that's usually in a more religious household. That's the gift for Jesus. Oh. oh, I'm not even joking. Like, there, my parents would always wrap a present and be like, "That's Jesus." It was an extra gift. large, and there sweater. was nothing in it. Oh, <laughs> but like, so it she was just, just gave him a box of nothing. She was like, "Here you go, Jesus." It was symbolism, <laughs> <laughs> but not even joking. The gift for Jesus, oh my. and and it would just go away when the decorations went away, and then that gift would come back out, and you'd be like, "Man, he never opens his gifts." Jesus always skips <laughs> our house on Christmas. <laughs> Because you're Jewish. So she, Grandma goes to hand Ricky the present, and of course it's like vibrant red in every direction. And he's like, nope. And you just hear, like, you switch to outside because filming death is too much. In all, uh, se- in every sequence except for the throat slash. Yeah. <laughs> and the, just uh, random stabbings throughout the rest of the movie that sound like just punches. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Grandma screams, and we're like, all right, bye. And they hold on the house for a good minute before she screams, too. So it took him a minute to, like, yeah. 
I guess, really menace her? He was like, wait a second. Well, but you see how like fast he walks in this film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had to get the five feet to her. It's like, but you guys, we got to get we got to get it to an hour and a half. Can you hold on the house for like an extra 10 seconds before the stream? Every every frame counts, He wanted boy. to see what the gift was before he killed her. Like, maybe it's redeemable. And then he was like, socks! Yeah. It's a Santa hat. Aw, yeah. man. Uh-oh. Oh, it was a Santa hat. Yeah, so then the uh, the family all shows up, and then did anyone else? Was there like a sweater in the middle of the sidewalk that they parked next to? Did anyone else see this? I did not. There's like a blob in the sidewalk that they all like. You can clearly see them walk around it because even though she's blind, she's making a line towards it, and then she's like doot, 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 and walks around it, and it just looks like someone in production crew left a sweater on the sidewalk, and they're like, "Well, we can't reshoot that." Yeah, <laughs> the sun's about to come up. Right. <laughs> um. So now they're there, and... It's okay. What? They're there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. They're there. <sighs> Don't be so upset. So, yeah. so this is where Lara immediately goes autistic. Yeah. And it's just like, this chair shouldn't be here. Something's wrong. And you're like, maybe somebody just... Put, scooted the chair. Like the judge is like, the chair should be here, and like hulks out, and the chair like slides three feet, and I was like, oh, Laura, she's been lifting. Chris, meanwhile, is getting tired of his sister's shit, and is like, maybe she just moved the chair, Laura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Chris also has a great line where he's like, all right, none of this psychic bullshit. <laughs> where it's like, oh, you know, okay, yeah, right. And so Jerry goes upstairs to take a bath. Right, which is weird. Okay, so okay, did, well, for a number. Of I reasons. think we're about to go in the same place. Her it, areolas. Oh no! I'm kidding. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Hey, no. So they're, her sister, like the sister, like makes a kisses. comment. No, not that. No, I didn't notice her boobs at all. But her sister makes it. Her sister, uh, Laura, Chris's sister, Laura, makes a comment like. So they're kissing in the doorway, and she's like, can you two stop that? You're going to drown each other. And so then she, they, they go up to the bath, and I was like, oh, the guy's going to break in and drown him in the bathtub. But then there was also a like a uh, a hairdryer hanging on the wall, and I was like, oh, he's going to electrocute oh, I thought, her. I totally yeah. thought that was going to happen, too. That would have right? meant someone at some point would have had to put some thought in what was happening in this movie. Yeah, Nobody, no, the kills, okay, For I will say brain kills are not creative. Movie, there's no brain in this movie. <laughs> kills are not creative in this film at all. You don't even know no. how grandma dies. She's just parked up in the basement by yeah. the end of the movie. So Knitting. Okay, th- this is where I wanted to go with the scene, is that like this is the weirdest <laughs> editing. Right. So basically, so what happens here is that um, Mm. as Laura goes upstairs, the brother is talking to to no. As Jerry goes upstairs, the brother is talking to his sister Laura in the kitchen, and they're having a dialogue, a conversation. Right. He's like turning off the burners. Like, oh, grandma was done. Yeah. Right. Then we cut up to Jerry, who is undressing. Right. And hears a noise outside. Then. We cut to outside with that same shot that we just had with grandmother, right? Then immediately after the outside cut, it cuts to now, <laughs> now Chris is, is naked. Yeah. No bit shown. Right? But like full on hairy chest, but he's naked as if, as if we cut back down to the kitchen and now he's naked and he, he goes, so how do you want to do this? Yeah. Right. And I was like, what happened? <laughs> like, it looked like he got undressed in front of his sister well, in the kitchen. To be fair, she he... wouldn't have seen. <laughs> yeah. Right. So how do you want to do this? I kind of feel like maybe he wants to. Right. Yeah. I mean... But 
actually what happened is that they didn't give us an establishing of him going upstairs. Time had actually passed. Yeah. Uh, but that was horrible editing. Yeah. And he is in, uh, he is in the bathroom with Jerry, and they're gonna take a bath together. And I don't know about you, but like, has anybody ever taken a bath with a significant other and just not boned? Uh, <laughs> like they just take a bath and then get out and start walking around outside. Well, yeah. I'm six foot one. And like right. that was not a big bath too. Rental you apartments, can... <laughs> you know. Like... Oh yeah, the faucet's directly in his yeah, back. I mean, there's no way. You can tell when he leans back too. He's like, Ugh. <laughs> I thought it was funny. She's like, you know, like here, here, scrub my back, and she turns around, and I kind of half expected him to just like lean forward and start like you know washboarding <laughs> her, like, like right on his chest, pad. you know, like. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, "Ooh, you brought a sponge," and he's like, "You nope. never, you <laughs> never see him, you never see him topless on Twin Peaks." So it was kind of like a little shocking, bit shocking, yeah. actually, to be like, "What?" Yeah, he is a hairy man. <laughs> yeah, he is. Look like a cocker yeah. spaniel. <laughs> so then they're like, <laughs> like top and and chest. Yeah, that hair. Oh my god, <laughs> it was like thin but like bushy. Mm. It looked crimped. Yeah. So as this is happening. The doctor from the beginning of the movie is doing all the experiments, and the detective are having a full-on dialogue about Everything. cell phones and cars? What is happening? Apparently, he's a detective by day and a car cell phone salesman by but, night. So this whole like <laughs> drive up, the detective's like, I don't really give a shit. We'll find him eventually. And the doctor's like, sometimes you become the monster yourself. Uh, like... <laughs> Getting like way too hard on him. Well, way I mean, creepy. Be that hard yeah. Do you himself, think we might? Like... Do you think he'll have to kill him? IDK. It's possible. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you got to kill motherfuckers. I don't know. <laughs> right. Got like, another drink in there? Have you heard about not... Verizon? <laughs> <laughs> not ha- It's got the whole shebang. It's call waiting. Free. Call forwarding. Hands free. Like <laughs> hundred memo uh, yeah. auto dial. Guys, we're actually not exaggerating for a joke. This is all actual it's, dialogue. This is literally the dialogue. <laughs> Gotta it's go, so uh, weird because where it comes out of nowhere and then makes a callback at the end, the like final line that he says to like call you later. Like what? He's like, don't joke about that. Like, what does he say? I I wrote it down. We'll don't get there. Get oh, yeah. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. I, I remember. Um, so this is where Ricky is looking through a window and she blindly is like in the same window, kind of sensing him. So they're like actually face to face. But she she's can't. already like gotten. She said hi to Grandma like a few seconds ago, right? Oh yeah. Before yeah. that, she was like, "Grandma, I sense you. Wait. Where'd you go?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. for like five seconds, and then she like walks up to the window. Like that, I can't. The window can't decide if it's opened or closed throughout the entire movie because it looks like it's closed there. But maybe she's standing at the glass door that right. he Kramer's through later. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like Yep. Which terrible design. Like we'll get to that part too. But so she, yeah, she's standing in a window and then like he's there and she just screams again where it's like did <laughs> she, she scream him and bumps into herself? every wall yeah. possible. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> but yeah, and I, did she tell her brother like there was a man out there or was she just like where is her brother just going to be like we don't know how you know that. 
Yeah, I don't know, but at the same time, the brother and Jerry have been looking for their car that has like just gone well, missing. So first they go looking for Grandma, and right. they're like, well, what's in these houses? And he's like, well, it's where the workers usually the stay. A bunch of oppressed migrants stay yeah. here, but maybe Grandma <laughs> showed up to, you know. Yeah. bunch of slaves. <laughs> it's before... Uh, for the orange groves. Yeah. It's before, you know, the um, uh, Farm Workers Association took place. With uh, Cesar Chavez. Oh, uh, that's a California it. history. Yeah, they get the day off for him. Yeah, you know that? Sure, <laughs> you, they do. I didn't know huh. or care. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they they like keep knocking around, and they're like, "Weird that I forgot the neighbor's also not even home because he goes down to uh, what is he? They're really heavy on like pointing out California. This is a lot places. of exposition. Yeah, like, he's going to Baja. He's yeah, it was trailer. Baja. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, which um, wasn't the first two movies in like Colorado or Utah? Yeah, something. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. because there's mountains everywhere around them, and there's actual snow. Yes, that's right. So yeah, now they go. They come back into the house and they're like, "We just found our car. It's upside down in the orange grove." <laughs> Do we see the car? I don't remember seeing. No, the you never the see the car. So like, we cut away from it because it would have just been too much to turn the car over. <laughs> but why? That, but... Why is it turned over at all? How did, did he Frankenstein? Like, did he hulk it? Super. Did he drive strength. it and flip it? But like, he's got to be real careful with that glass shell. <laughs> Like, I can guarantee he's going to have an accident someday. It's going to spill out. Like, right. And then he's going to get brain damage. Yeah. Like, this is not good for anybody. They're going to have to rewire it other again. Eye droop. Yeah. He's going to be so sad. Looking yeah, like a but beagle. We found it upside down in an orange grove, <laughs> and we're still not really in a panic about it. But this is also <laughs> whenever. Grandma, <laughs> drunk again. I like. Uh, <laughs> Laura at this point and is like. Drove it into a cliff. Laura's like, can we just walk to the highway and keep moving? And they're like, well, we got to just hang out here for a little bit longer. Right. They really don't have much of an excuse to like to stay there, but they no. keep making excuses to stay there. And so then this is also when we get Jerry's like leaning against the front door like, my word. <laughs> <laughs> She's Southern? Yeah. It's and an orange then... grove, not a plantation. <laughs> True. <laughs> And then uh, Ricky just busts an arm through and starts choking her. Also, people choke to death in like five seconds in this film. Oh, this is like crate paper door, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah he's just choking her. And then like Chris comes out of nowhere with a knife and stabs him. And then, and then runs away. And he's like, hold on. I'll be right back. I'm going to go try and find another steak knife. <laughs> like, <laughs> Multiple yeah. steak knives. And this, I guess, is the knife that Ricky has the rest of the film. Yeah. Because he pulls it out of his own arm, and then, like, it's just like, I'll be back. Yeah. And just leaves. And then... Then they all decide to leave, finally, I guess. Yeah, but not before, like, the doctor shows up. Grandpa's shotgun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, so they stop at the gas station, because detective and doctor, they get a call that's like, hey, we found a severed head at a gas station, by the way. Mm, Probably check this out. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. They, this is also when they have their dialogue where it's like, we don't know where we're going, but we've got to find out like Anderson's and an orange grove. Let's see if we've got any hits up there for that. And they're like, okay. And then they do get a hit. And they're like, cool, let's head there. And I was like, God, your detectives are so slow. But I guess they didn't have computers then. Whatever. Their but, fault. But also, you just look up Anderson. <laughs> yeah. Because it's literally got a sign that's like Anderson's Farms. Or just remember Peru. Yeah. <laughs> like, God damn it. Hi, Ru. Right? 
Um, you'd think you'd think he would remember. He was so yeah. obsessed with her. Yeah, by 1989 they had 411. You could just call right. it Pyre, mm-hmm. California, Anderson Farms, anything. Right there it is, Anderson yeah. Farms. There happens to only be one. See, so I'm a better <laughs> cop than the cops in the movie. <laughs> That's for sure because you, if you were a cop, are also not a cell phone salesman. <laughs> <laughs> but where would AT and T be without him? That is true. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. So, yeah, so before they decide to leave the house, Chris goes upstairs, and they're like, he's been up there for a while, and it's the longest, like, he's probably dead, and they're like, oh, no, and it's a full, like, three minutes, which in movie time, that takes a while. Yeah. And then he's like, found Grandpa's shotgun. It's probably 100 years old. Let's see if it still works, which I was like, that does not look like it's been in the Civil War. (laughs) No. (laughs) What the hell? That is not a hundred years old. No, that it is looks like lie. you grabbed it off a mantle upstairs. Yeah. Don't lie to people. <laughs> Stop bragging about your dead grandpa. No. It's also one of the many guns they hide in their house because they're gun hoarders. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking <laughs> about that. Like my my yeah my my granddaughter's blind, so I've just been just leaving guns. loaded guns in random places. But she also is like. I think there's I think there's a gun under this mattress like later on, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's like I don't know though. I don't usually hang around and obsess over the gun room. So <laughs> it could oh, be shoot, this mattress this or bed. one of the other ones. We don't know. It's not oh, this game room. we used to play when we were kids. <laughs> Find the gun. <laughs> oh, this is the mattress she hid grandpa's porn in. <laughs> God, I don't uh, know why, but I could always find Chris in this room. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, they all go outside. Somehow Ricky's really athletic for like five minutes because he climbs on top of a barn or like <laughs> That's right. stables and so drops like, down on t- top yeah. of Chris and then uh, just stabs Chris right in the chest and Chris is like and coughs up blood. So they run back into the house. Literally, like that whole scene took like five minutes and I covered it in. 15 seconds yeah that's this whole movie so this is this is kind of like the way they act and everything like this other than the fantasy portions of it like this started to remind me of like the ending of leprechaun one yeah it was just like (laughs) outside and then like the killer would just jump out of somewhere and they'd be like let's go back inside let's go outside i would have i really i think i would have loved this movie more if uh, if if a if a midget was in no. Ricky, yeah, <laughs> if, <laughs> me too. If um, so like right when Kiss get, Chris gets jumped on and killed, Jerry's like ah, but then they also show Laura and she's just standing there like hmm, what, but facing the wrong direction. <laughs> Could have been a bit more comedic in my opinion. Give her like real blind moments where she's just like. What is it? It's like, well, Chris just got jumped on by the weird brain guy, and uh, uh, he got stabbed. We should probably go inside now. Like, <laughs> Right. So what we didn't cover is on the way to the farm, the detective needed to take to, – to drain the reptile. It oh, relieves no, the reptile. <laughs> so this is what's actually about to happen. No, no it – I, we needed to backtrack because he leaves the detective while he goes to take a pee and drives to the farm himself. That's why detective and and doctor. Well, yeah, no, because this just happened. That happens right after this scene. No, it or has right to happen. It. it has to happen right before this scene because doctor shows up right after he stabs Chris uh, right, right, right. in the same barn area. I and, thought there was like a cutaway for a minute. No, it's it's the same thing. He's just like, stop, stop, Ricky, stop, and like Ricky just shows up. And like it comes to him, and they like have like a touching hand moment, 
being as if Ricky even knows who he is. He's been he in a like, coma since the death, right? He uses a recorder that has Laura's voice talking, and I guess Ricky was like, "The voice means it's you." And then once he felt his hands, he was like, "I don't think Laura has I man guess. hands." And then <laughs> right? stabs him and kills him, right? Well, and he the stabs doctor him goes, and wounds him. The doctor goes, "Ricky." Like, like, as if he's shocked that a serial killer stabbed him and killed him. But also, like, so betrayed. Yeah, right? Ricky doesn't know you. He's not like these hands were in my brain, yeah. putting it together. No, like he's not, not going to know you. Sorry, I used you as my experiment for the last six years. Don't you remember <laughs> all the good times we've had? That's Ricky? always one trope I hate in like horror movies, where it's always like, "I thought we had a connection, and now you killed me." It's like right? they've been killing people like this entire movie. Why did you <laughs> yeah. think you would be okay? Right. Like, yeah, I was your creator. <laughs> right? Yeah, because basically it's a Victor Frankenstein moment, but with no establishing that they know each other whatsoever. Yeah. Like, because he is betrayed. Like Judas. <laughs> <laughs> like, um. So then, Ricky. Et tu brute. Et tu Ricky. Um. Yeah, and then they're. Jerry and Laura go back into the house. They hug and apologize to each other for being mean to each other. Yeah, they push a piano into door hinges, yep. which I was like, is that the best way to blockade a door? <laughs> Especially one that's already broken yeah, and he can just kind of shove out the way. He'll probably just kick the rest of it open. But uh, no, instead, he Kramers through a glass door. That's he right. straight up is just like, hi! Like, <laughs> yeah. Not afraid at all. Um, they're upstairs... Uh, Jerry's in one room. She gets pulled under the bed oh, by yeah, the she's poltergeist for clown. The gun. Yeah. <laughs> right? It just seems like, like whoop. Yeah, just straight under the bed. Just like a uh, little old boy in the first poltergeist, it yeah. seems like. She's just straight sucked under the bed. She didn't seem too broken up about Chris either because Laura's like, Is Chris dead? And she's like, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you yeah. should probably yeah, move I on. I mean,. I, I didn't like, like his chest why, hair, so this is why I have backup boyfriends. I've never seen him shirtless before tonight, and I gotta tell you, a little <laughs> bit repulsed. Yeah, I was let down, but I mean, I've got other people in other parts of the world. Stewardess life. <laughs> Stewardess life. <laughs> so now, <clears throat> Laura goes down into the basement. Well, so Laura walks into the room. Oh where yeah, it, there's, it's Jerry, basically like Jerry got stabbed. She's yeah. dead. Jerry's dead. <laughs> Laura, like, sits on the bed next to her and is like, oh, God. And Ricky's like, Laura. Yeah, he keeps... Because he keeps whispering yeah. her name because I guess they've got a bond. But I don't really know why he wants that bond. There's no, like, if he kisses her, he'll be brain no. normal again. Yeah, like, it'd, be she... better, it'd be better if Laura actually was, like, his sister. Yeah. You know, something like that. Had a real connection to him. Like... There was a third baby in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Had she been naughty? Did she need to be punished? Even even if it was like another orphan at the yeah. orphanage, you know, something just a it little bit closer. It was like his closer. best friend orphan at the orphanage. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The one who did sit yeah. on Santa's lap. Yeah. So <laughs> she like she runs away. She gets all the way to the basement and she's doing fine in the basement. She's like, ooh, don't hit anything. And then immediately she's like... Bam! And she just screams. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because she touches a rat. That's right. Rat. She, she touches, touches a rat. rat and is like, ah! And then runs into everything behind her. Like, also, like, She's poorly the worst placed. Heroine. Like, yeah. Like, terribly placed uh, 
everything Rat. in the basement. <laughs> yeah. No, like the way they store things, they're like, I don't know, lean it on a post. But then did you notice that the bed frame that they leaned on one of the pillars was tied, tied. off? I was like, okay, we guess you don't want to, that to fall. We didn't bother to secure our sheets of sheet metal, but yeah. the, the bed frame. Yep. And then uh, this is when we also find Grandma dead. She walks over. She's like, Grandma, it's Well, you. because she's been hearing, she's hearing yeah. Grandma's voice again in this moment. She tells her to gather the light. Uh, while she's snapping peas? Yeah. <laughs> like, Grandma's sitting in a chair as a vision, snapping peas into a bowl. <laughs> and she, yeah, gather the light <laughs> to the vanquish light. the darkness or something like that. I can't, I'm blind. Yeah. Use your psychic ability to be nice to people. Yeah, but she doesn't. She straight up doesn't. But then I love this too. So she then like as she's walking forward to try and find grandma, she touches her dead body and is like, no, and falls again (laughs) and makes even more racket. But then you see like a pole fall next to her. And I was like, she's got a pole. She can see again. Like it's her blind staff. I was like, all right. And then she immediately like she hears the guy walking down the stairs. I guess he's got like water shoes on. Yeah. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) And so then she's like swinging with the pole and hits the light at the top of the room. She's like playing pinata with the light bulb. And she goes, now we're even. And it's like, well, okay, I don't know if you know this because you are blind, but there is a severe amount of bright light coming from the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) He can definitely see all of the basement because it's only like 10 by 10. I, I mean, I guess it is physically possible, but like I've never seen a light bulb get smashed and then still like the filament didn't it like yeah, it's burn actually out. really cool yeah it's fun <laughs> like i feel like and that was real on set too being like damn it like Shit, but keep it in it why did me. we hire a real yeah. blind girl <laughs> <laughs> so then yeah so uh she tries to beat him with a stick but he grabs the stick and breaks it and before he can kill her chris comes downstairs with a shotgun and he shoots him die. and then uh, uh ricky gets back up and like there's no more gun in the gun <laughs> that's the best way I can put it. And Ricky like pins Chris against the the like one of the pillars of the basement and like chokes him out. It's a worst fight. This is like a cripple fight. Yeah, it was so sad. I was like, <laughs> he's literally been like shot in the shoulder, but then also Ricky's been stabbed in the shoulder. Like, it was bad. Or Ricky was shot in the shoulder. Chris was stabbed in the shoulder. And they're like, it doesn't even look like he actually choked him out. So it's like, he looks like he still should have been alive. But to us, like, to the end of the movie, he is dead. Chris is dead. I guess. But then uh, um, Laura is like, Ricky, come here. I love you. Like, and she's got, like, part of a broken broom handle in her hand. And then as he's he leaning towards her, he just, falls. he like, yeah, he trips and <laughs> falls on it. She's like, gotcha, sucker. Like, and that's kind of how he dies. And then the dumb, cops show up. What a dumb way to have that go and then like uh uh, after this like you see the doctor who's still bleeding out he's not dead and so i was like eviscerated with yeah he's intestines (laughs) but he's not dead yet he's bleeding out he's got blood everywhere and the detective comes up to him and he goes give me a call sometime (laughs) right and he goes lieutenant don't be stupid Okay, you which, would think which that the was another callback to something that they, they said something about stupidity. They yeah. had their yeah, they're just they're 
discussion of like their philosophies of life, you know. Yeah, and, and I'm like, why is this exchange happening? Am I supposed to care about the fact that they're not going to get together? I mean, like what? They, they made friends on the 45 minute ride from like you know Simi Valley to Pyrene. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I was a a detective, I feel like my first thing would have been like. Hey, we need a doctor. <laughs> like I've seen enough. Like Call things where people are dying, He's not just like through Verizon. Let me make a quip. You look like <laughs> you've got ten spent, seconds left. If I'd spent enough time in the car with that guy too, I'd be like, "Oh, you seem to be dying. <laughs> Weird. What a shame." <laughs> right. So then the we guy get, like, reanimate serial killers <laughs> is dying. Weird. <laughs> but then we also get another, ironic. Like, <laughs> we get like the stupidest scene where they're shown wheeling out the uh, they're <laughs> yeah. wheeling out Ricky and the ambulance driver is clearly not in on the story at all because the ambulance driver is like, "Let's get him." To he goes the- with real luck, <laughs> we can save this guy. Yeah. Let's get him to intensive care, right? And I'm like, "Well, if you could save him, maybe you shouldn't have covered his full body with a bloody sheet." Oh no, you could still see like his head up. Oh, I didn't see his but head But they did off. have a sheet on, because that's the only way you could tell that it was like a brain jar at the top. But if you were the de- detective, I'd be like, excuse me, young man, um, maybe just like take the detour, take a long route. Yeah, so leave, you got leave, caught in traffic. Yeah, leave the siren right? off, okay? Yeah. So the detective puts Lara in her car. I mean, in his car. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and you like goes, cell phones? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, yeah, because that's what I wrote. He goes, he goes, there's a lot of things I know. But I guess there's a lot of things I don't know. And yeah. I just wanted them to be to finish with being like, what I do know is cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> I do know I love call waiting. Right? And Watch she me just put my goes, mom on hold. Merry Christmas. Right? And she's kind of happy, though. She goes, Merry Christmas. Right? Like and she's relieved. I guess. But Ricky's still not dead, so she still has that connection. Yeah. It's not going to work out for her. <clears throat> and then the movie goes... And and then Ricky, who's now in a tuxedo and staring straight at the camera, says, "And a happy new year." With a less droopy <laughs> eye, and, I was like, and I'm like, "What happened? Did he get all fixed up at, like during Christmas, and then yeah. is going to a New Year's ball?" Right. <laughs> is there, is there, now we're going to Old Lang Syne Part One. Yeah. <laughs> like, old Lang's die. Ooh, Old Lang's die. I like it. Yeah. Why wasn't that? Why isn't Old Lang's Die a film? Okay, first off, I'm pretty sure it's out. They had New Year's Evil. Yeah, yeah we did that. Know. That was fun. <laughs> you know, <I've>... Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that's Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Better watch out. Yeah. Um, Better not watch. Would you recommend this film? No. Watch, I would. Watch the first two. What do you think? Yeah. <sighs> For, like, real fans of the series, I mean, it's important to, like, you know, complete the set. Well, like you. As it were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had, well, yeah, we had to. We had to. (laughs) You know, it's also, like, you know, you got to understand, I mean, this was, like, you know, like, northwestern Orange County in the 90s, and there wasn't much to do but get high and... Make you know, a movie? Watch, yeah. Watch, watch these movies. <laughs> oh, watch the movie. Oh, watch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Both. Both. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, th- this one was... I think when I first saw it, I was disappointed that it wasn't the same Ricky because I was like, "Sure, this fucking weird guy." Yeah. You know, it's... I'm just disappointed it wasn't him in a Santa suit. Yeah, I would yeah. be cool with something. Santa suit plus brain head. It was just too slow. I was like, more at like not more action. It just needed like better kills. It needed like oh, yeah. more kills. It was just kind of like, when is he going to do something? Because also, most every kill is done off screen or like far away from the camera. You know, like you said, where the camera dolly impales someone. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Ow. Yeah, right in the face, right yeah. in the forehead. 
Yeah. So you would recommend it or no? I, I would recommend it with reservations. I would recommend it as part of like friends watching a bad movie. Like, yeah, it, it, I watched this with a friend uh, this morning, and we had a blast. Like, like this this would do well for a drinking com- comedy yeah. commentary version. Of oh yeah, it. Um, there's it enough pauses to where you can just like tell huge it. like silence quick, of space. Quick yeah. story. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we were riffing on it pretty hard this morning. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I, I would recommend it in that sense. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't recommend it of just being like you should watch this and this one only. Like that would never be the case. <laughs> oh. If you want to finish the story of that family, I guess maybe the the what is his name? What's his last name? I almost Caldwell. Say Caldwell Cunningham. Yeah. It started with the C. Ricky yeah. Cunningham. Uh, yeah, if you want to finish the Caldwell family saga, then definitely. Yeah, sure. Um, and then you move on to part four, which is apparently what a cult or something. Yeah, it's like a cult uh, investigative or, journalist. Yeah, she like stumbles onto a cult that's going to do a sacrifice around Christmas time. Is what the <laughs> synopsis said. So I don't even think they get to Christmas, or they might get there, but it says around Christmas time. Sure. There's lights. Part, yeah, part five is the toy maker. Yeah. yeah, you guys are in for a treat. Really? Oh, oh, oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. I'm stoked. It's it's pretty incredible. Nice. I you know um. I don't. Know, I don't want to spoil it, but you know, there's there's definitely like a lot of bizarre, like you know, sexual shit happening in these films, and uh, number five does not disappoint. This was the least sexual so it, far. It was yeah. definitely the least sexy. Yeah, there, yeah. there was like actually no sex. I was turned off. <laughs> tell you that much. <laughs> um, so since you've been here last, we have started like a new rating system. Oh, cool! Right. And it's based on the four Jaws movies. Oh. <laughs> right? I think you can figure <laughs> it out. Right? I think you can. Yeah. Um, so, for example, Jared, you would give this film. So, Jaws 4. Based on? Based on it being kind of boring. All I right. looked at the screen a lot. <laughs> As you should yeah, when, when, you, when you have movie. a podcast yeah. based on movies. Okay. What do you got? I'll give it a Jaws 4 as well. Yeah? For for the missed opportunities in the film, you know? Like, they didn't even make a, like, like, you know, the the woman. Okay, wait. Let me go back. The guy that's, like, working at the gas station, Mm -hmm. you know? He's like, you know, I want you to, I'll be right back. I got a customer, but I want you to talk dirty to me when I return. Oh, yeah. We kind of glossed over it because it was, like, so dumb. It was totally dumb. But, you know, like. He could have, like, started pumping his gas and then got some dirty words in. And then, like, as he goes to leave to finish pumping gas, showed him get his head chopped off or something. Like, anything a little like that. A joke about a little head. Yeah. But not even that. Yeah. No, well, no head, the joke about he head, head was down. straight up to Jerry from Laura was like, my brother says you give great head. Yeah. It was like, what the fuck? That's how you meet? Right? Yeah. And she's like, I also do great hand stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, like, That's pretty good. That's good. Cool. <laughs> I'm glad to know that you yeah. talk to your brother about how like we fuck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like nobody calls him on it being like, <laughs> good job, Chris. God, yeah, way another to, one. Way to go, blabbermouth. Another <laughs> one you're just bragging about it? God, why don't you just sleep with your sister already? Because you clearly <laughs> what, are telling her, giving her hints. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Jaws 4. This will be my first Jaws 4 on fours, the show so fours, far. Fours across the board. Yeah, fours across the board. <clears throat> so one last thing that we also now do is that we 
we like to find either reviews in which somebody on Amazon or IMDb praised the hell out of it. So like a 10 star or a five star <laughs> review, right? Or like somebody who had such a strong one star that it's comedically funny as well. All right. right? So um, we have two for us today. Um, and they are coming at you. I have uh, from Jared. Jared finds these. I have no idea how they're going to go. One is a five star review, and one of them is a one star review. Yeah, that's was, that's uh, fair. Slim pickings on this. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. The first one uh, is uh, titled "A Kids Review." No, no. The, the title is "Used." It's, to now love yeah. it. <laughs> used to Oh, I've, used to hate, but the A is gone in hate. That's okay, so used to hat. Th- yeah, so they're also like spell riddled with spelling errors usually. <laughs> Those who are passionate don't have time to spell. Yeah, they, they're really <laughs> bad at spelling. Um and he loves finding those cuz it just kills me, right? Um <laughs> They're the good ones. Titled Used to Hate, Now Love It. Uh Written August 2003 by A Kid's Review. Okay? Guess they were underage. One whole word here. Great gore creepy. Right? Look for the killer and some bad acting. Great movie and actually goes on a killing spree in the present instead of lame flashbacks. (laughs) After Ricky put – Ricky's put in coma, he wakes up after a deadly experiment – with a girl named Linda. <laughs> Wrong name. And on the way kills nurses, truck drivers, cutting off people's heads, all leading to Linda for the final showdown. Great third, but acting's kind of blah. Five stars. <laughs> um, go ahead and take the, a look at how that's written the passion. out, too. It's, 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 it's all in caps. It's all in caps. Yelled at you. And it's incredible. Things, things are... Things are like words are combined. That was Red very lines. hard. Usually, usually <laughs> I read them with a little bit more passion. I'll try to get that out of this one. This one's a little lengthy, but um, this, this is one a, this is, is a, a thumbs down. This is a full thumbs down. Full thumbs down. Titled, finally, no more flashbacks, but a boring <laughs> sequel. Well, he's already wrong. <laughs> uh, written by Robert Cornelius, November 2001. This hideously injured Ricky has been saved. Still deep in a coma, his exposed brains has been encased in a plexiglass cap bolted to his skull. But strange things start to happen when a gifted clairvoyant taps into Ricky's dark and twisted brainwaves. Even though this film didn't have a bunch of flashbacks, it was still pretty boring. This time, Ricky is quiet. Like it made it exciting. (laughs) Flashbacks were great. Flashbacks are the best part. (laughs) Just because he got shot? These sequels keep getting worse and more worse. I've been, I've seen all the Silent Night, Deadly Night films up to the third one, and I can tell you these movies should be trashed. Well, here we go. (laughs) This time, it has something to do with Christmas, but there's no snow. I know it can be Christmas without snow in some areas of the U.S., but please add some snow. (laughs) So it doesn't look like you were in a rush to make this film. I remember the first Silent Night, Deadly Night had snow, but the second one didn't, and neither (laughs) did this one. These movies are just horrible. 
I thought it was also weird how he died. He was still alive when he should have been dead. Weird movie, if you ask me. There might not be any more flashbacks, but it's still a horrible one to waste your time on. I'd rather watch the first one. I hope my review was helpful to you. One star. <laughs> <laughs> There's <Yay>. no goddamn <laughs> snow. <laughs> you went on about Christmas it. Christmas movie is this. Right? <laughs> So that just about does it for us here at Bones Away. Thank you for joining us again, yeah. sir. Thanks for having me back, man. Oh yeah, this is, is there anything you want to plug? Anything you before you leave? God, you know, I, I wish I did things that were worth plugging. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. I mean, if if we're friends on Facebook, you know, check out my hashtag beginning drawing hashtag. There you oh, go. Cool. That's right. You you've know, been doing, the, you've yeah, been doing the sketch ups. A little bit of that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. No. I've, I've once I once I produce something worth uh, worth talking about well i'll try and open my way back in here sure nice. you were doing the uh the shakespeare theater last year right yeah i did yeah. that that yeah, was yeah. cool um so there's there's plenty of stuff you know that Andrew yeah does. he gets into i'm it, um, you know. I'm, uh, I'm between projects really yeah right <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh so are we every week it's fine <laughs> um yeah, that, so that does it. That just about does it for us. Um, thank you to my guest, Andrew Roberts. And um, I also want to point out that uh, if you're listening to this episode, um, then make sure that you tune in for um, December 28th, Demolition Man, right here at the Frida Cinema, Bombs Away Live. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be super exciting it's the 25th anniversary of one of the best bad films like of our generation uh wesley snipes sylvester stallone taco bell 2032 uh that's the theme of our evening uh so we're trying i'm not quite sure by the time of this recording or the launch if taco bell actually responded to me they have not as i'm saying this but if not uh we're at least gonna have rat burgers (laughs) Oh, <laughs> um, don't worry, guys. It's just regular burgers. We're calling them rat burgers. Um, and everything's gonna look like uh, Taco Bell twenty thirty two. Lots of purple because <laughs> that's what they did in the film. Every movie we right? do is purple. Yeah, I know, right? It's it's a weird coincidence right now. No, Mac and Me was red and yellow. So yeah, that's true. yeah. but um, I really like my up lighting. I'm sorry. <laughs> I bought them. God damn it. I'm going to use them. Uh, but please join us. Mac and me, uh, December 28th. Nope. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Yep. Sorry. Two years to last month. Yep. I am. Uh, no demolition, man. December 28th. Um, uh, it's a Friday. Come get drinks, have fun. I'm actually going to try to make the Baja blast, but alcoholic, mm. right? All you got to do is get your hands on a bag of Baja blast and then freeze that. So it'll be like fun, <laughs> but, um, that's everything that we got for demolition, man. It's going to be such a fun time. I can't wait to show this to an audience and, and just see how they respond. I mean, it's been 25 years since this movie came out. So tickets for that are available right now at www.thefreedacinema.org slash events slash bombs away live. Please join us for that show. Uh, other than that, please follow us social media at bombs away show. And if you had a question, a correction, uh, or a, something that we should have omitted from this episode or anything from our previous episodes that is just eating you alive, you can actually write it to us, email contact at bombsawayshow.com. Did I leave anything out? Nope. All right. Well, 
Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll see you next week with Ernest Saves Christmas. Okay? <laughs> uh, that does it for me. I'm Jonathan. I'm Jarrett. And I'm Andrew. Merry Christmas, everybody. I couldn't have put it better. I was just going to say, don't be stupid. <laughs> I was going to say, and a happy new year. I love it. been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Yeah.